How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say. Monday. A big day today because uh, Powerball 900 million tonight. It's my last day of radio, Jeffrey. Now, last time I tried to buy Powerball, I tried to win the Powerball. I didn't. In fairness, I didn't win. But that's also because I bought the wrong tickets, right? You remember that? I'm not an experienced buyer of lottery tickets. And I went in there and I said, you know, I'd like to win all the money or something Correct. like that. More than, I think I might have said mega millions or something. I might have said the wrong word. And I got something. I got, I you got played the, the wrong lottery. That's, that's I, I, what I, I recall. Played the, I played the wrong lottery. So if you do it, word of advice, you're going to improve your chances which aren't great to begin with, but never tell me the odds. Better if you play the right lottery. So the Powerball is nine hundred million tonight. Uh, that's high. Also high the expected temperature uh, today, ninety three degrees. Although it, uh, we can agree it's hot, can't we? Yeah. Saturday was pleasant, actually, but yesterday was pretty steamy. Yeah, but but the truth of the matter is, it just feels like normal yeah, feels like summer, summer. Yeah. whereas around the rest of the country, mm-hmm. it feels like the rest of the country is scalding. Like, the stories that you hear out of Phoenix mm-hmm. are insane, uh, whereas we're just having normal old hot Memphis summer. It feels like to me, right? Like normal old hot And Memphis I would summer. actually even argue... Cool. The, the, the summer thus far has... Not... not like, we've had... Well, it's Memphis. It's the South. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hot. Brutally right? hot at but times. But it doesn't feel atypical anything. No, I, thought, I actually remember tell, we were playing golf with my buddies on Saturday, and we're like, it's not that bad. Yeah. Kind of pleasant. I, I took the dogs for a walk 
yesterday evening around 7.30, and it was pleasant. Honestly, by then, it had cooled down. So uh, anyway, it's going to be high of 93 today is uh, what the weather folks tell me. Uh, high of 900 million is what the power folks felt, uh, tell me. Uh, it is that time of summer, SEC Media Days. It begins today in Nashville. Nashville. Yes. Uh, just down the road in Nashville. And that help does... Uh, that we've got an extraordinary lineup today. Really, a hell of a lineup today. We had, we were great faced, range. We were faced with a uh, with a dilemma because Chris Harrington's out. Two week vacation, well earned. Well earned. Um, he's going to eat his way around the Northeast mm-hmm. and, um, and New so, England and such. So we need, you know, you need someone. You need a a bulwark. You need a stalwart. You Correct. need a pillar. Uh, there Jeff, at we call o'clock. them workhorses. You know, a workhorse or a plow horse or mm-hmm. something. Uh, That's right. And, you're the farming guy, of course. And, um, and so I, I called Drew Hill and I said, Drew, would you do Monday? Would you do? Because he, you know, he, he works hand in hand with Chris at the Daily Memphian covering the Memphis Grizzlies. And I thought he'd be a good first, first candidate. And it, he signed up for the whole week. Straight up at 10 o'clock. Now, that's a workhorse right there. Jeff, not all heroes were cake. Fresh off his birthday, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Drew Hill is going to join us Many straight Many are the summer, uh, the summer of Drew Hill. <laughs> it is. Engagement, mm-hmm. birthday. Yes. Um, uh, straight up at 10 o'clock. Chris will jo- I mean, Drew will join us. Fresh from Las Vegas, by the way, where he did a hell of a job uh, covering the Memphis Grizzlies. You can read all his Grizzlies stuff, of course, at the Daily Memphian. But then I was thinking, all right, who else are we going to have? And I... I uh, the news dropped about DeAndre Hopkins signing with the Titans plus SEC meeting days. I said, "Why not get our friend Joe Rexroad from the Athletic?" Right? Uh, he's he's great. <laughs> I was on his show recently, and so let's let's uh, let's get Joe. But Joe was incommunicado a little bit last mm-hmm. night. So I said, I saw that uh, that Messi. Lionel Messi was being introduced in Miami at Fort Lauderdale, and my friend Dave Hyde was at the event. So I said, let's reach out to Dave Hyde. And you know what's happened in this, in this, uh, in this embarrassment of riches? They both signed up. So now we got Joe Rexroad from Nashville. Jeff, they must have seen the ratings. Like, I got to <laughs> give you some of that caucus they're, show. They're scrambling. Yes. And uh, Dave Hyde, we'll talk to him about Messi, but also about uh, Dame, uh, whether Dame's going to end up in Miami. And uh, we'll talk to him about the Dolphins, too, because what the hell, right? I mean, we have to. We have to. We we have to. So that is the lineup. Uh, we got uh, we got we got Joe Rexford coming up next. We got Drew Hill straight up at ten o'clock, and Dave Hyde from uh, South Florida on a very on a very busy Monday. Before I get to those the, those two events, all right, uh, Dander Hopkins, Messi, all of that. I did want to ask you because although it was you know no NFL, no real NBA, what. It was a surprisingly lively weekend. There were lots of things to, 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 to remark upon. What was the best thing you saw in the world of sports over the weekend? Uh, the two iron that Rory hit that got like <laughs> six feet off the ground. Like explain, it was unbelievable. Explain to folks what, uh, what, 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 what happened. So prior this, this is, is the Scottish Open the Scottish Open and uh, by the way the Open correct. this week correct so it's the, it's he's the, trying to get a little it's I like tuna. to call it Big Mo yes uh heading into do you believe in that or, do you believe in that at all like do well, the only has time, it ever happened that that golfers win the previous one and then win the next one well the only time they, that, if they're not Tiger Woods who just won all the ones the the last time that my uh previous favorite player won the Open Championship was one Phil Mickelson in 2013 the week prior, he also yeah, won the Scottish, the Scottish Open. Um, he also blew the U.S. Open that year. Uh, the last time Rory won the PGA, he won the week before. All right. Okay. Um, so, it's good. Yes. But it was the big tune-up. They moved all the tee times because the weather was supposed to be horrific yesterday. Scotland, that's surprising. Correct. And by the end of the round, the weather that they were trying to avoid had fully arrived. Yeah. And it was just a – it's like a bloodbath, and you saw – Guys just having to hit, like, all kinds of shots. Well, because of that, Rory had to hit this shot from, like, 200 yards where he took a two-iron, and he seriously what, got what, it. What, what was it? I think this one was 17. No, no, 17 was a par three. Uh, 18. I think it was the one on 18. He had to hit it. Like, one, of, one of the great shots. Correct. And it ends up being, like, close enough for him to make the putt, which basically has to be, like, a kick-in. 
Uh, did you? Uh, that was better than if you're if we're just going to the category of golf. Correct. Better than Steph's hole in one, or better than Steph's Steph's, Steph's hole in one was was what the Steph Steph had a hole in one and at, the, at uh, the, the best American was the Century Championship Celebrity Tournament. The hole in one was and great. Then the eagle. The hole in one was great, but the walk off the walk off like the only way he could win was to make right. the putt. And he did. And he did. He sank it from like twenty feet. I thought that was more impressive considering nerves and whatnot. Also, the hole in one was pitching wedge. Like, eh, come on. Yeah. So you're going, but you. The Rory, I thought the putt was more impressive. Rory tops both Correct. of those in terms of best thing you saw over the weekend. Correct. All right, I'll give you some candidates. Um, the problem with Alcaraz is like there wasn't a signature moment. He was just awesome. How about Sabrina Ionesco? The the shootout, whatever the, the three point shootout. Crap! Now, mind you, it happened. I don't know if we're going to count it as the weekend because it happened Friday afternoon. I don't know what the like. I thought the WNBA when I last checked with the WNBA, it was a phenomenon, right? It was like we were people were watching. There was controversy. Ratings were good. It was like the next big thing, finally. And here you have the three-point contest on a Friday afternoon in July. Like, what what, what was so great on ESPN Friday night? I'll tell you what. It was Summer League. It was a men's Summer League. Yeah, I, I think. Friday night. But anyway, it was, and to be fair, I did not watch it live. But the replay of that three-point shooting contest is just unbelievable. Like, she literally hits 20 straight. 25 out of 27, 20 straight. She had, ends up with 37 points. The best Steph ever did was 31. It no, was killer. Her, her performance was mesmerizing. I just put showcase events in a different That's category. Fine. Well, then we can't put Steph's in there either. Then. But I mean, it's Steph's a, is a golf tournament. It was a golf tournament. Like it's, I mean, this it's, was a shootout tournament too. This yeah, but a, it's like an all-star game comp, like event. Okay, well, if you're talking about showcase, then if you're if that's what you're insisting, if you're insisting mm-hmm. on real. Competition, yes, real gut, lot of stakes, everything on the line. Competition. How about Tony Allen? Tony Allen, the big play in the, in the big three tournament at uh, at FedEx Forum. Well, Jeff, I would love going to up say- against Larry Sanders. So the way this works, by the way, Ice Cube was unhappy with the sh- with the with the proceedings. He said, "Thank tweeted thanks for nothing." Doesn't seem good. FedEx Forum. FedEx Forum. Yeah. I'm happy with FedEx Forum. Thanks for nothing. I saw people complaining about the tickets or whatever, that the tickets, when they tried to buy tickets online, they, whatever. I, I don't actually know what was, what was, what was uh, irritating Ice Cube. Uh, but uh, in, in, the, in, these, in this big three tournament, you can stop the action, challenge a foul, and have a one-on-one uh, showdown. And so sure enough, there it was, Larry Sanders against who? Sent in? Who's, who does Michael Cooper send in? T.A., baby. T.A. And sure enough. Need to turn the water off. Turns the water off. Uh, so, I, 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 now that, 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 does that meet your standard? Uh, Jeff, I would love to say that it did, but because I have direct TV. Uh, WREG's parent company, whoever owns them, Next Star, maybe uh, they're in a big dispute with Directv, so I couldn't even watch it. I'll give you some others then. So I'll give you some others. Uh, how about Wimbledon? I mean, the Wimbledon final was awesome. Again, like I just don't like what was the signature moment for? Well, Al- so he loses. Carlos Alcaraz loses the first set, like basically, basically like yes. like like I'm out there. Correct. Like it's like no, it's like what are you? Even, what are you doing? Yes. Is this a qualifier? Is this whatever? He just gets and then he. He comes back and beats the greatest tennis player in the world and announces himself as maybe the next great tennis player in the world. And honestly, I think you can make a case. Like, when you look at the women's game right now, they don't have someone emerging. Like, they have good players, but this appears to be the uh, a, one uh, guy. seated woman won the Correct. women's tournament. Correct. Uh, and But, uh, like, when you, look at, when you look at men's tennis, okay, Federer's already retired. Rafa's basically saying, like, the French Open's his swan song next year. And Djokovic is now showing to be like a 37-year-old. He's still an elite player. He's still great. But this seems to be like the one guy that in the of this Maybe young the baton. crop. Maybe the baton the is passing. being handed. 
That's a that's an image that I'm just inventing this. No one's ever mm-hmm. used this before. Maybe the baton. What about Jeff? What about a torch? <laughs> a torch you prefer the torch being passed. Mm. I could see that. I could see that imagery. Okay. A torch being passed, a baton being passed. What would be, the torch would be being passed from who to who? What what's the derivation of that? Who's passing torches to begin with? Is that an Olympic we, reference? Or is it like a Viking reference? Like I assume, a marauding Viking. I assume. Hey! Four! Pass me the torch! Which do you think it is? My guess is it's it, an Olympic it, it pre, no, I was thinking predates, it predates the Olympics. Yes. So it's like my someone's got to hold the damn torch. I've been holding this torch for half an hour. I'm it's time for me to yeah, pass. Ancient the, Greece. It's it is ancient Greece passing the torch. Yes. Okay, I'll give you another one. I think it was like how you yeah. Uh in ancient Olympia, a sacred flame was kept burning on the altar of Hestia. So it's sort of Olympic. It, it's because the Olympic torch, presume, then comes from the. It's the only Olympic because of the like, Olympic torch. It's right. only because it's literally Olympia. Um, I'll give you another one. All right. Saturday. Grizzlies wind up their summer league action. Gigi Jackson's performance. Two of 11, eight points. I thought Friday was the last game. And <laughs> I, I got I caught. Too. I'll be so honest. I got caught we off talked guard. about this last game, whatever. And by the way, Grizzlies acted like it was the last game as well. They spanked the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They did to the Lakers Correct. what the Lakers did. They took did. out some frustration. They, they took out some fr- They did the same thing. They went up big in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. It was a laugher. The mm-hmm. whole country was laughing at the Lakers. Okay, no, that's not completely true. They beat them 169. David nice. Roddy with 21. <laughs> Uh, eight out of 11, nice shooting performance from David Roddy. Jake LaRavia, 20 points, five rebounds. That's two blocks, showing his athleticism. Vince Williams comes back, uh, 11 points, 11 rebounds. This guy's a double double machine when he's healthy, uh, and they take care of business. Also, nice moment there, Frankie Ferrari. Did you see this? Frankie Ferrari's the mustachioed uh, fellow. Oh, the jersey swap. The jersey swap. Yes. With Richard Jefferson. So was there... Because I didn't have the sound on. I had it on a side TV. That seems and so appropriate. I'm, and I'm trying to figure out what was the what was the impetus of why they swapped. He, Let me Richard Jefferson you, gave I, him his polo. And do they, I look like a man who was watching this unfold at midnight? Uh, no, Jersey but you read unfold. more than I do. I, yes. Well, he had been he had been going on and on and on about really the name. Ah, evidently. got it. He's okay. You would have what, a jersey with Ferrari on the back. Yes, right. And uh, it was a tight squeeze for Rich. And so they asked uh, Frankie Ferrari if he'd do a jersey swap. Mm-hmm. And Frankie says, "Well, okay. If I'm giving up my jersey, I want I your want pullover. Polo, yeah. I want your pullover." Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they did the jersey swap. But anyway, then they played Saturday, and uh, I did not know. No, I I didn't know this either. So because I just had, I had NBA TV. On, on a side TV, and then it says Grizzlies and Suns coming up next. What was on a main TV? Uh, Saturday night. Uh, we we're we we're getting ready for Mission Impossible. Uh, we were, we were... Watching old Mission Impossibles. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's not one where you have to know the through. No, through you line. no. That's that's the great thing right, about Tom Cruise Mission movies. Yes. You just got to sit yeah. down and yeah. and 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 let it mm-hmm. unfold in all its glory. Correct. Before you, anyway. Uh, they did lose to the Suns on uh, on Saturday. Nobody of relevance played, except for maybe if you consider Gigi Jackson of relevance. And he uh, he was 2 of 11 for eight points. Today, by the way, Summer League Championship. There we go. It's Championship Monday. Correct. It's not unlike the uh, NCAA tournament yes. also ended on a Monday. Mm-hmm. College football playoff College now football ends playoff on yes. And all the great championships. Yes. Monday night. Ends on, end on a Monday. Cavs versus... The Rockets. All right, before I get to the other two pieces of news, anything else of note that you observed over the weekend? I was, I will say, transfixed by the news that they got the the Gilgo Beach killer. Mm. Did you read about that dude? Oh, my God. So the the murderer, correct? Or serial killer, didn't he? I, I, I didn't even know there was a, I didn't know there was such a thing uh, as the Gilgo Beach killer. That that eluded me. I I. Um, but I did not know there was a Gilgo Beach uh, serial killer until this weekend. No, I, I didn't either. But uh, they, they, I say they caught the guy. He has maintained his innocence. Um, but they, uh, they have, uh, they have evidently caught him. And uh, let me hold on. What's his name? Give me his name. Give me the dude's name. Uh, here we go. Rex Herman. That's it. Herman. 
Huerman, Rex Huerman, 59. He is an architect uh, in New York, in Manhattan. Um, has a wife, evidently, and two kids. And um, not only murdered, evidently, uh, 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 allegedly, these people, but then would, like, call the families and taunt them mm. from burner phones in New York City. So I was transfixed by that. I know John was transfixed by the story about the uh, toddler on the side of the road in Alabama. That one I didn't follow. Uh, that one my wife told me about, and I said I've heard enough. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's sort of where I was. Okay. Onward uh, to, to two bits of news that we will address uh, with people who are, uh, who are, who are, who are more uh, up-to-date and, and more insightful on this because it's local to them. Uh, first, the DeAndre Hopkins signing with the Tennessee Titans. What say you? I think it's a move that makes sense, right? Like, you, you know the Titans need help at the, on the outside. Like, it's the A.J. Brown thing has been uh, a disaster for you, and you've got to do something. So this makes sense to me that they were willing to say, all right, like, like let's go try and do this. And, you know, there's a question of how much gas does he have in the tank. I think that this, for the Titans, it's a perfect risk willing to take. It makes all the sense in the world. Yes. Like, because it, it, it now all of a sudden Traylon Burks is slotted into the appropriate, he's allowed to be, I mean, last year he was supposed to be a number one receiver. Come on, give me a break, right? And, well, and then, like, on top of that, like, then he, he gets hurt. And, right, like, yeah. It just, and, and by the way, he's supposed to be A.J. Brown. Like, right. Like, he's literally what you got for A.J. Brown. Now he is slotted into the, uh, into the right place um, in the receiving core, so that makes sense. Uh, you still have Ryan Tannehill. You still have Derrick Henry. You haven't completely given up yet, right? You're not... You haven't completely started rebuilding yet. And with Mike Vrabel, that's not really – doesn't seem like the spirit of Mike Vrabel. I agree. Anyway, and so they want to be- – Mike Vrabel's not a coach I want with a rebuild – when I'm no, trying to rebuild. No, no, no. Get rid of him if yes. you're trying to rebuild. He's going to win too many games. Exactly. Um, so um, – Call up Adam Gase. So you've you, – and their defense will be good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so now you're like, they'll be – more competitive. I think it makes Especially all, in a division where there's no, the, like... Then stinks, like, except for Jacksonville is sort of an emerging power. Right, but, but, like, I still feel like with Jacksonville, it's like, all right, let's go see him do it again. Right. I think there's a, there's a certain yeah. element of that. That This is not the AFC East they're in, let's yeah. be honest. It's not the AFC West that they're in. No. It's not the AFC Central that they're in. No. Right? Could be the NFC South. <laughs> um, I, that would be better. Mm-hmm. That would be even better. Um, but, uh, so I think it makes perfect sense... For the Titans, even if you can point to old receivers they have uh, tried out before who have not worked. Randy Moss, Julio Jones, Andre Johnson, Robert Woods, like one after another, after another, after another. There's a part of this that reminds me of when the Bills signed Terrell Owens. I don't know if you remember the Bills signing Terrell Owens. North America's team? Yeah, there's a certain amount of excitement even within it, but you know deep down as a fan that it's futile. Yes. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. I'd say that was more gimmicky because Terrell Owens came with all the stuff that was Terrell, T.O., you know, all the stuff. 100%. So that was more gimmicky. This is less gimmicky. It makes more sense. Um, it doesn't really change my expectations for the Titans, although over at Sportsline Stats, um, it does, in fact, change to some extent the win totals, uh, whatever. Before, they had him down as set for 7.9 wins. With DeAndre Hopkins, 8.3 wins. Uh, Chances of making the playoffs before, 31.2%. After, 37.7%. Does that seem reasonable to you? Yes, I I think he can make the difference in a game or two. Yes. And, of course, he's 31, so that's not ancient. Correct. The problem is it's the last two years. The like, problem is it's the last of the last 34 games, he has missed 15 of them. Yes. With a suspension, with a hamstring, and with an MCL. Yes. And um, and so, now when he played last year, he played nine games last year, um, he had 7.1 catches a game that was fourth in the, in the league. 
Yes, and then Kyler gets hurt, so it's not like he was doing right. it with, you know. 79.7 yards, 80 yards, like you'd take that, right? Tenth in the league. Yes. Um, I wish I wish that the uh, that DeAndre Hopkins didn't care about money and that he had signed with my beloved Buffalo Bills. Um, but he does care about money. And I do you begrudge him for caring about no. money. Not at all. This is probably the last time he's going to have a chance to get a big contract. It's funny because there are those as they were as people were talking about this, um, saying, "Well, you know, he did this because of his relationship with Mike Vrabel in Houston, um, and Tim Kelly, who's the new OC yeah. in, in 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 Nashville, uh, who was an offensive assistant. He wasn't the OC, um, but he was on when, the staff. But he was on the staff." Ah. At the margin, sure. But this came down to this is who they, they I think who's they, gonna give me two years twenty six million. I'm with you. Don't you think this comes down to like they could have had no relationship. And <laughs> I think that this this was probably headed this way. And I'm really happy he's not going to the Pats. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, that's it, fine. It was it was Titans Pats. I always thought me, it was gonna be weird to get to get Bill O'Brien and him on the same page again. But. Again, so uh so there you go. So there was that news. I th- it, it did make sense to me. Okay, and then we have um, uh, over in Nashville, SEC Media Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always have to see these stories. What are the storylines? Today, by the way, LSU, Missouri, Texas A&M. Uh, what are the quote-unquote storylines of SEC Media Days? Uh, so... <sighs> Does Sankey say anything about expansion, realignment, whatnot? I don't suspect that he will because no. there's nothing really in the there's news. Hot. Yeah. Um, I think like that's the first thing. Does Sankey say anything about he NIL say, policy? He will type- 100% talk about NIL. He will 100% say we need national legislation on NIL. But he's been saying that, right? I don't, I don't. He went to Capitol Hill. Right. So I don't. I don't he, but he will talk about that in his opening remarks. Yes. Um, but do we hear anything of substance? Because so far we've heard a lot of people talk about it, but at the same time it's like I've yet to see something where I go, oh, that that's something that could catch on or that's that's a that's a good idea. Yeah, no. Um, I think broadly speaking, um, I mean, listen, it's in Nashville and Tennessee's good and Tennessee just had penalties and Tennessee is bowl eligible. And like the, there'll be some Tennessee talk right around it. Sure. Um, but not one of the big themes. Georgia's obviously the, the combination of Georgia's success and Georgia's lawlessness will certainly be a a, a subject. Right. Some are saying that those go hand in hand. <laughs> some, some are saying that those are not mm-hmm. unrelated. Uh, how does Saban respond Right? Sure. I think that will be a uh a well, I mean, Alabama's just going to be quarterback. But, I mean, well, how about quarterbacks generally? I mean, in the league, that's— Quarterbacks in the league, is it going to be a— A league that went from never really having good quarterback play to, to having then fabulous, having the Mannings, right. and then, then kind of another eh, kind of period of quarterback play to having number one picks at, at the quarterback position. This year, it feels like—I I don't even know who— Who's the best quarterback? Who are the first? Who's the first and second team all all all? If you made all me SEC if, preseason, if you made me get, they'll do it this week. So it's probably going to be somewhere between Jaden Daniels and KJ Jefferson, probably coming into the start. I mean, Alabama's unsettled at quarterback. Georgia is. Pro- it's probably going to be Carson Beck, but it's still like we haven't seen him. I suppose you can make a case Will for Rogers, Rattler, baby. Uh, but then Rodgers is going to be in a new system. He's going to be in a like, new system. You know what I mean? Like, I I personally think that Devin Leary at Kentucky could be better than Will Levis. Um, but, I mean, it's not really – it's not peak quarterback play right now. And then uh, and then we'll have the return of Hugh Freeze also. Mm-hmm. That'll be a theme. Hugh Freeze back in the – back in the SEC media – back at SEC media days. Any other themes that are going to – that you think we're going to see? Um, I mean, there'll be some talk about Oklahoma and Texas, just yeah, the, the changes that are coming. I mean, there's going to be, what are they going to do about the schedule next year? Because um, they've been so resistant. But nothing that, like, I, the problem that I've had with Media Days is, like, I just don't, everything feels, like, so rehearsed and 
you it know, it's funny. Media days used to be. It, doesn't it feel like? Of course, there was there was once upon a time when I did the show with George. That George would talk about how media days was so much worse than it used to be when there was the Skywriters tour, right? Sure. And the Skywriters tour is when I think they put all the reporters who were covering this on a plane. Yeah. That's how many would cover this. You'd need a big-ass plane now. And uh, and they'd fly from place to place and spend time everywhere. And sure. And they'd chop it up with the coaches. Uh, and he'd say, ah, now it's all canned and whatever. It did seem newsier. And maybe it's just because we weren't, we weren't, swamped in news and talk and words of all kinds of all the time. Right? I, think, I think maybe that's why. I think, and also just now there's so many people that cover given programs. And so you get news throughout the all day. All year long. But I also think it's like anything where it, when more money starts pouring in, then it becomes more it becomes of a corporate. It becomes much more, yeah, and, and, and teams do their own stuff much more. Like it's, uh, um, anyway. Uh, and then, yeah, as I said before, we're going to have uh, Dave Hyde as well because Messi was introduced uh, with a rain night. delay. Rain delay. <laughs> there was an absolute. I don't think I'd seen that before. A rain delay. Massive intra. Massive uh, uh, thunderstorm down there, so it was delayed. You know that stadium only holds like eighteen thousand. Yeah, that's that's kind of been. That's the, what they do. The new and MLS stadiums they keep building. That makes they're, sense. They're Smaller. somewhere between like you know eighteen and twenty five. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that makes sense, but it is kind of amazing to think that Messi is going to be playing in 8,000, 18,000 seat stadium. Beckham obviously introduced him and that is, uh, that is, uh, uh, huge news, uh, for the MLS. All right. We got a big show today. We got, uh, Joe Rexford coming up next. Then we got Drew Hill straight up at 10 o'clock and then we got Dave Hyde after that. In the meantime, I will tell you it's not Wednesday yet, but bearing down on us and, uh, over at Bounty on Broad, Wine Down Wednesdays, half-price bottles of wine, half-price glasses of wine, beautiful bar upstairs, just gorgeous, honestly. Just head on in there, get a bottle of wine, get a, two glasses, bring a friend, get the fried oysters, and thank me later. Seriously, do that. Do that. And uh, stay and get the Brussels, get the pork shank, um, get the beautiful steak with, it's a, it's a ribeye with Stilton butter. Absolutely fabulous. It is Bounty on Broad in a restored building, a two-story restored building on Broad Avenue. If you haven't been, now is the time to go. And it is apolo- unapologetically gluten-free, meaning that everything on the menu, cornmeal, not wheat meal. And so if you have anyone who likes to, who is gluten-free in your, in your circle, it's the rare menu where they can order anything. Uh, it's Bounty on Broad, 410-813-1410-813-1215-19, Broad Avenue. Joe Rexroad coming up next from Nashville. It's Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. P.J. Glass with BeckQL. Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz played a thrilling five-set final at Wimbledon with Alcaraz coming out on top. At just 20 years old, the Spaniard is already two majors and has cemented himself as the number one player in the world. Looking ahead to the U.S. Open, Djokovic is plus 100 and Alcaraz is plus 150. I think they are on a collision course to meet in another major final, and I think history could repeat itself with Alcaraz going back-to-back in New York City. I'm P.J. Glasser helping you beat the books. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. If this were a Reese's TV ad you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Not all water heaters are made equally. Some can be temperamental. Some can be unreliable. And don't even think about what happens if you have neighbors downstairs. Why is it raining inside my apartment? Not with a Navian tankless water heater. You'll never run out of hot water. You only heat water when you need it. Saving you tons in utility costs. Navian tankless water heaters. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com to learn more. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through July 30th, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. 
Memphis Million is here at Southland Casino Hotel. Over a million dollars in cash, free play, and prizes are up for grabs now through August 30th. Come to Southland every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Earn a scratch-off card to win free play, food offers, prizes, and bonus drawing entries. New members earn a free scratch-off card instantly when you sign up. Win your share of $75,000 in cash, free play, and prizes each week. See you at Southland Casino Hotel for the Memphis Million Giveaway. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you the freshest seasonal picks. So no matter how you shop, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh. Or you get a 100% refund. Guaranteed. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And now, shop what you love and save $2 on each participating item when you buy three or more with your card. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you looking for a homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance, 867-SAVE, 867-7283, on the web, rookinsurance.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Right, back on the Jeff Calkins Show, joined now from Nashville by Joe Rexroad. Does a terrific job of uh, covering all things Tennessee, Nashville, etc. for The Athletic. And had a busy weekend because, uh, well, you got SEC Media Days today, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins signed with the Titans over the weekend. Joe, thanks for joining us. What do you make of the uh, – how big is the DeAndre Hopkins signing? Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. Always good to be with you. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, it's – I thought the Titans were kind of a fringe playoff team for the signing, which is an optimistic view of the Titans, I think, compared to most of the rest of the NFL. I think Hopkins could make the difference, I think, in the AFC South. I think the AFC South race is closer than a lot of people think, despite Jacksonville's emergence. Uh, The Titans, you know, they've got a promising young receiver in Trillian Burks. They've got, you know, of course, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill back for one more run, a promising young tight end, Chickaconquo. But after that, you you could look at their – pass catching options and and compare them with I'd say the worst certainly some of the least proven in the league for sure so now you bring in I mean a guy who's probably going to end up in the Hall of Fame the the concern for Titans fans who have seen this happen so many times and and not turn out is that he's just going to be another, you know Julio Jones Andre Johnson Randy Moss on and on the long list of Right. Great receivers who come to Nashville and then are, are washed by that. I mean, uh, Julio Jones two years ago I thought was a huge pickup for them and would put them over the top, and obviously it did very little for them. But they had to do this given the state of the receiver room. What do you think, by the way, uh, if you were thinking of them as a fringe playoff team anyway, uh, contrary to what maybe general consensus is, what do you think people are either missing about the Titans or about the division that makes them – even on the fringe, because you don't hear much. Like, people are just have, 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 they're, they're t- totally an afterthought at this point. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and like, even like Bill Barnwell, I, I really like his stuff. He just uh, rated the NFL rosters, and I think he had them like 30th or 31st. I mean, maybe I'm just a massive homer. I don't know. I think the big thing people see, and it's uh, completely dead on, is that this offensive line could be a huge problem. I mean, they did a lot to try to fix it. What we don't know is, is Andre Dillard actually a legitimate left tackle who was on a a loaded team and he didn't get the opportunity in Philly? Is Daniel Brunskill a starting quality guard who, again, was on a loaded San Francisco team and just didn't get the opportunity? I mean, the the offensive line is is a big question mark. But just not having Dennis Daly at left tackle, to me, you've immediately improved, you know? It was just a terrible situation last year once they lost to Lawan. Um, and I just I think that people are a little bit premature on Derrick Henry being you know on the decline, and I think 
this is a consistent thing for years. I think people are way just dismissive and underrating of Ryan Tannehill. He's not great. He's not elite. He is good. And he's a good quarterback. When people ask about Hopkins, why would he pick the Titans over the Patriots? I would pick Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback over Mac Jones 10 out of 10 times, even at, at this age, based on what we know of Mac Jones. And I think that's the biggest thing is that Tannehill is just sort of, for people who haven't watched him closely over the last few years and just sort of glance at Titans highlights, which, look, is most of the people who follow the NFL because the Titans are one of the least watching this kind of team. I mean, they just think Tannehill stinks. Right. Well, by, by the way, not to bring up uh, old wounds for Titans fans, but obviously this is all an effort to, to make up for the mistake or whatever it was with A.J. Brown. When you look back at that whole episode, what went wrong? Well, I think John Robinson panics. I mean, obviously, really, basically cost him his job. But, you know, it was the negotiating was nasty. There was some social media stuff going on. A.J. Brown's tweeting about it. And his agent is playing hardball. And, of course, his agent, same agent. Uh, uh, he's also Debo Samuel's agent. And they're kind of working together on this. Let's, let's press the issue. Uh, I, I do, uh, you know, I, I did talk to a source back then uh, that indicated that, um, you know, there was a sort of a, a, a late change when, when Robinson thought that he had a deal. He thought he had something in place. It's like, no, no, how about, wait, wait, how about this? And so that frustrated him. But, I mean, to me, it's like you just have to hang with that. Like the Niners did with Debo Samuel, by the way, and everything turned out okay and they retain you know, one of the best weapons in the NFL. So John Robinson, to me, screwed it up. I mean, A.J. Brown was never any kind of like locker room issue. He was an issue for John Robinson, you know? Right. He was an issue, I guess, at times for the coaches. He would tweet stuff and, and things like that. But they loved him in the locker room. He was a great player. He was in his prime, and you just you can't do that. And, like, I, I mean, obviously – We'll see if John Robinson gets a GM job again. But you talk about not that there weren't other mistakes made by John Robinson. He's he's had some poor drafts, especially trying to draft offensive linemen. But that one mistake completely changed the trajectory of his career. Talking to Joe Rexrode from the Athletic, uh, I subscribe to the Athletic. Terrific uh, publication. I urge you to subscribe as well. Uh, you have an interesting column today up about uh, about Tennessee football and about Jeremy Pruitt. Um, I'm curious, um, do you think they would have, like, some have applauded them. Listen, but by investigating Jeremy Pruitt, by throwing him under the, the, the fire uh, or under the bus or whatever you want to say, they, that's what drove, uh, the fact that they don't have a a postseason ban and they, they, they got out of the paying him money and they got out of serious repercussions in terms of postseason ban. I get the sense you don't buy that completely, or at least you think it's up in the air whether they would one course would have been better than the other. Yeah, I, what I can't answer, Jeff, is, you know, what, what, it, what would have happened if Tennessee did nothing and just fired him and paid his buyout? Right. I mean, I don't think, I don't think the NCAA has any idea. I mean, this was all brought on internally. And then it was explored exhaustively internally. Hey, they did a great job. They found it was they <laughs> found it all. Found all. <laughs> they found it all, man. I mean, they did a heck of a job. And that's a, a, a lot of Tennessee fans are like, you know, they had no choice and they acted with integrity. Like, okay, look, like I mean, it comes down to someone bringing this to Donde Plama. Now, I would say that, like, if you're a chancellor and you're kind of divorced from this world, you know, <laughs> this athletic world. Maybe a lot of chance for us to do the same thing, like, well, we have to do something. I don't know. I could buy that. But even the information coming to her in the first place, like, one, it doesn't happen if they're winning, I don't believe. And, two, it doesn't happen if he doesn't have enemies at Tennessee. So I think that they probably have less trouble overall. If this doesn't happen. They fire him. They pay his buyout. And then they just make the same hires, and they don't have sanctions. But regardless, they're in a, in a good position. Right. As far as the other thing, this this you know committee on infractions, this you know the letter of the law says that this should have been a postseason ban, and I just, I don't see how you could possibly justify that. They've already changed the constitution. They're changing the constitution to let it be known. 
So we know that things are changing. We know now that none of these things, I mean, all of this looks so silly, at least to me, as we go through the, I mean, these guys talking about, you know, Brian Niedermeyer was like, yeah, my nightlife in Knoxville was so out of hand, I just have to, had to keep getting cash withdrawals. It's all so stupid. I don't, I don't buy for a minute that they were actually going to give them a postseason ban. But they, they took advantage of the situation to pat them on the head and say, see, comply with us, and this is, you will have a just reward. But I can't prove it. I mean, they, right. you know. I, I like, I like yeah, that you said the whole thing feels quaint now. Uh, I think that was the word you used. It all, like it's, it's out, the number of, of, uh, of misdeeds is staggering, et cetera. But it all, right. given the new world, it all does seem quaint, doesn't it? And, and it's like, the thing is, again, this is like 18 level one, 200, but still it all adds up to $60,000 <laughs> right. over a few years, you know? And it really is like, oh, man, my, my, I need a car payment. All right, here's 1000 bucks. Okay, pay for the hotels, pay for the – I mean, definitely it was a scheme. I mean, the COVID stuff, they were totally like, all right, let's take advantage of COVID and get all these, you know – visits when the compliance would have no clue. I mean, it was a scheme to cheat. Don't get me wrong. It's just that, yeah, it's just basically a few bucks here, a few bucks there. It still doesn't get into, like, the 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 meat of, you know, having to try to compete and lure talent at the highest level in your program like Tennessee, right? Like, we still didn't really get into, like, the bidding wars with any of this stuff, which now, of course, are basically on the table, even though, they're not totally on the table because we now have, you know, inflated numbers running around and all that stuff and, and you know, people trying to be everybody's agent and, you know, things like that. But, yeah, it just seems so trivial. And I, I think back to so much of my career, Jeff, where I looked at all these things. I, I, I viewed these things like I was looking at criminal investigations. You know what I mean? And you just right. feel so stupid, like I do, <laughs> to, to even, like, buy into that. Like, we should have been trashing the NCAA the whole time. Well, and many people were, and yet then when an investigation would come, you'd sort of, you know, be outraged. It was sort of an interesting way that, that right, people right. processed it. Um, okay, last thing. You got SEC Media Days. I know you're on your way, so I'll let you go. Um, nothing too huge today. LSU, Missouri, Texas A&M, although the commissioner will talk, I presume. Um, any big themes this week? No quarterbacks? Uh, Hugh Freeze coming back? What's Saban going to do? Georgia's uh, lawlessness and championships? What intrigues you? Yeah, I think you hit the, the big ones. I mean, Hugh Freeze is very interesting. And, of course, I can't help but just look at Hugh Freeze coming back in as Jeremy Pruitt gets bounced <laughs> for years because of you know, a few bucks. I mean, it's amazing, you know. Uh, but, honestly, Joe, I mean, the, the, the big theme for me is, can we just make this one freaking day? I mean, really? <laughs> and does this have to be in Nashville so I have to go to it? I mean, I hate to complain too much, but my God, these are awful. Yeah. All right, Joe, you're awfully nice to join us. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Joe Rexrod. Buddy. <laughs> I used to. I don't know why. They just feel different now. Like, I used to look forward to going. Like, when I, when I started, I was uh, covering Auburn for the Aniston, Alabama Star, and... This was these were kind of exciting. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where it felt like it was like the kickoff to football season, like this. And was, they, you'd have Spurrier and Fulmer, you know, going whatever, and you, like it was. I do were, think there is a, I do think there's a Spurrier-sized hole in all of our hearts because he's the one guy that even when it got to be, you know, very PR-driven, Spurrier was just getting up there and just like ripping and just like trying to do a stand-up <laughs> set. Who is interesting? I mean, let's be honest. Um, I mean, the truth of the matter is, like, Eli Drinkwitz is as outspoken as anybody, sure. but nobody cares because he's Missouri, right? Correct. Um, Saban is interesting. Saban is interesting. Yeah, and in his own little bound up like way, he's interesting. Yeah, Kirby he, Smart is not interesting. And Spurrier, or a bigger part, and usually Saban goes in with like an agenda like he has things he has he a wants- thing he wants to Correct. say and it'll be interesting to see the thing he wants to say and he says it passionately and honestly you know he believes it yes like whatever it is you may roll your eyes at it Correct. but whatever else it is whether it's rat poison or whatever the hell it is sure he has something he wants to say and he 100 percent he didn't he doesn't just want to get off the stand without saying anything no i he think he wants that's to say something and um so i think he's the most interesting 
Yeah, I'm still a little interested to see what Brian Kelly says because I think they could be pretty good. And when you when we talk about the quarterbacks or the lack thereof, he does have his quarterback back. And his quarterback, you know, Jaden Daniels was a five-star player. Like right. it's it's he is gifted and he played really good football towards the it's end funny, of the Texas year. Texas AM gets a little bit of the I was thinking about whether let's say DeAndre uh, DeAndre gets eligible at right. Memphis, and let's say you know everyone plays from the very beginning. Okay, right? will they be ranked in the top twenty-five? And the answer is maybe not, not because people don't necessarily think they're a top twenty-five team, but because there's a bias at this point. Like I've, I'm going to wait and see. Sure. Do you think they would? Do you think they? I, they might sneak in. I think they would probably. DeAndre, I think there's enough people that would say, "Hey, this roster's good," and they would prop. I would bet that they get into the top twenty-five. If they were, if they didn't, I wouldn't be shocked. But I would still predict that they would be. Texas A&M gets a little of that now. Like there, yeah, I think there's there's a little bit of. Yeah. I think yeah, I think there's I think there's Starting also from two years ago, like really. buyer's remorse on you know. Well, we bought into all of this. I I talked about this with Blake Topmeyer last year. We when we looked at like a And M schedule last year. We felt like the hype was a year too soon, and maybe they backed themselves into a nice position where it really should have been about this year to begin with. And now, because of some disappointing results, like maybe they're flying a little bit under the radar. I can see that. And I think maybe that's helpful to them. But, I mean, they're also fascinating, but it's not really a media day fascination. Like, what's the relationship between Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino going to be? Like that is something that's, that's fascinating. Fan- it's fantastic, correct? But like, we're, that's not going to be like a need, a media day storyline. I think the other thing that's probably hurt media days with the excitement and whatnot. It's it's like a lot of things that we see in sports today. It's now covered. Like you flip on the SEC network, it's covered all the time. Like it, everything's going to be televised and whatnot. Like we used to depend on the good people, the Jeff Calkins of the world, to go. Media days to and tell, tell us, us what, what happened. Hap- right. Correct. Otherwise, we had no idea. Well, now we can kind of see it for ourselves. And, you know, even if you don't want to see the SEC network coverage, it's still going to be, you know, team media accounts are going to tweet out things and send out things. So I, I think that's kind of a, a bigger aspect is that there's no longer the necessity. Like, we don't, we don't need you to tell us exactly what happened. Who's on the hot seat? I mean, I think you got to probably say Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz is on the hot seat. I think the question is... What's happening in Florida? That's kind of my question. I care less about who's on the hot seat right now. Almost every year without fail in the SEC, someone came into the year safe and either found themselves in dire straits by the end of the year or just out of nowhere. I mean, Dan Mullen, when he got fired at Florida, he was not on the hot seat the year prior. So, like, what, what happens there? Um... You know, you, you hear behind the scenes at Arkansas that there's some people unhappy with Pittman. I don't particularly understand it, but at the same time, like... What's the unhappiness? I think they believe that in the NIL world, they should be better. And I don't necessarily think that's wrong, but I, I still think... I still don't think that I've seen enough from Pittman to be out on him. It's a big year, I think, for Shane Beamer. Because you know, it feels like they're they're trending up, and you know, can you, 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 you got to continue that, or it's going to correct. Um, I definitely think it's a massive year for Billy Napier, but it feels like he's recruited a little bit better to maybe buy him a little bit of a buffer. But I will I will go to the grave. The most underrated insane fan base is Florida. Like we don't really ever put them in the category of most insane. But like they'll quit on a coach immediately, and so I think that's pretty interesting. Um, is Lane going to make any waves this week? That's what. I, so Mark, I mean, was, he's he's like, like Lane is as entertaining as anyone, right? But Lane is more entertaining, like on Twitter. Usually That's in this true. setting, this isn't the Lane he's, Kiffin set. No, you're right. Like it's it's Twitter, and then it's when he or like it's if he's, he's doing like one on ones yeah. with ESPN. Yeah, He'll, exactly right. He's not going to. This is not there. Really his. He's gonna. He's gonna. Uh, uh, and then it was interesting, like, I, I reading Joe's column today, <clears throat> the point that he was making was, so here's what we know. We know everything about Tennessee. 
right? That they got the complete. We, we got every because Tennessee <laughs> wanted us to. Correct. Right. Right. Like you don't always you don't usually have your own university saying, "Oh, you want this? Well, we got stuff. You want more stuff? We got more stuff. Jeff, you want more stuff? Jeff, we got more stuff. Here's you, all the take stuff. Out a, why don't you take out a FOIA request? If he had, yeah, right. If he had been winning, if he had been winning at a high level. They never would have, you never would have heard any of this. Of course. You, a, you wouldn't have been fired. You wouldn't have heard any of this, right? Like, yeah. It's just the answer. And, and I, so agree. They wanted, I also agree. They with... wanted to bury their coach, and so they did. And I do think, like I had earlier said, boy, it, it didn't this work out well for Tennessee? They got to, you know, they got to use this uh, this dirt to to not pay him off. And then you got to use the, the fact that you delivered the dirt um, to show the NCAA that you cooperated. And so you win-win. But Joe or others have made the point that it's not that clear. Like, if you had just paid him off, you, 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 had, you got a $9 million fine, for God's sakes. No one really believes you would have gotten a postseason ban anyway, no matter what happened, whether you'd cooperated or not, because they don't do postseason bans. So I think, actually, there's a reasonable argument that if you just fired him and paid him off, you'd be no worse off and maybe better off. I don't know. What do you think? Then, if you would did that, they did what they did. I think, I think I can make that case, and I think it's probably fair. When you look at other NCA punishments that have been coming down, typically what we've been seeing is like oh, that was pretty good for them. I think though, if you want to take the Tennessee side, here's what I would do. Well, some saying, well, they did the honorable thing. That's, you I had to do the honorable that, thing, and they did the honorable thing, and they cooperated, and they were. Uh-huh. But no, they did the honorable thing because they were trying to get out of a contract. Don't give me that BS. Well, what I also think they did was, yes, you could make the case that if we go, if we don't fire him, whatnot, like maybe we're fine. But this felt like the way that you could control it and give yourself the chance at the best outcome, rather than leaving it up to a someone else's decision. I guess I can see that. Uh, Anyway, uh, we appreciate Joe joining us. Drew Hill is going to join us in the next segment. He was in Las Vegas, uh, and so he is Chris Harrington for this whole week. Appreciate uh, Drew doing that. And then Dave Hyde is going to join us from South Florida. We'll talk to him about Messi uh, being introduced there uh, uh, in South Florida, but also about um, Dame and about the Dolphins. In the meantime, before any of that, I've been telling you about this uh, deal that – that Josh Heisel has, whereby if you don't sell your house in 45 days, he'll make the mortgage payment till it sells, or he'll step in and he'll buy it, right? That's like the great deal. Well, uh, this woman named Jill selling her house in Eads, and she heard about this, and she says, that sounds great. She has to move fast, whatever. And so, uh, and this will at least, you know, in 45 days, it'll be sold. So um, she went ahead, met with him, he offered flexible fees, no upfront cost, cancel at any time without obligation, plus this 45-day thing, and uh, it sold in a day. <laughs> her, her house was under contract in a day, and so they didn't need the 45 days. But it is of great comfort. Again, Josh Heisaw, um sold in 45 days or less, or he will make the mortgage payment until it sells, or step right in and buy it himself. You can check him out today. 901-461-8147, 901-461-8147, or check them out, joshhysaw.com, and start packing. If you need to stay on your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh, H-I-S-A-W. Go to joshhysaw.com. 92.9 FM, broadcasting at 680 AM. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN at 92.9ESPN.com and anywhere on the free Odyssey app. Memphis's sports station and podcast leader, 92.9 FM ESPN. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah. That's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.